0: you coming or what?
1: welcome to stuff to watch i'm james crute and in under 10 minutes my guests and i will help you make the most of your precious viewing time this weekend with me today are darren bevan g'day and bridget jones hello they'll each have two picks before i tell you about my classic cut of the week what is your first pick darren
2: I've been watching Everything I Know About Love, which is streaming now on TVNZ+. Uh, Plus. All of the episodes are there right now to watch. It's the series of the Dolly Alderton memoir, which is set in London in 2012 and follows Maggie, played by Emma Appleton, as she moves into a house share flat and basically tries to negotiate life, love, hookups, Tinder, sex, drinking, vodka shots... We're in this
0: grubby, golden phase of life that is so short-lived.
2: I think the problem with this series is that it's just a little bit shallow for me based on the first episode. It doesn't really do much except play with the idea of the messy millennial woman who's wandering around from relationship to relationship but hanging on to the one true love that she perceives, who in this case is incredibly toxic. Bridget, was that your experience with it as well?
0: So I am a huge fan of Dolly Alderton. I loved the memoir that this is based on. Um, but I have to agree with Darren. It's very much a moment in time, and Dolly and I are not wildly different in age, but I'd swear my 20s were not that exciting. Maybe I wasn't because I wasn't in Camden at the time. I don't know. It's a good watch for people who enjoyed the book, who enjoy Dolly's style, but it's very much the messy millennial girl who comes right in the end. But I will say, Darren, I think you've been sold a red herring on the love story. (laughs) <laughs> there's a diff- yes. there's a different love story at the at the heart of the show and I think if you stick with it there's a bit of a payoff there.
1: I think the Belle Powley thing is key really. She
2: is a wonderful actress and I think this is a great little showcase for it because it's another side of her too. Just, she just she's just seems to be gifted some of the best lines in the first episode. There's a scene when they're all doing illicit drugs in a toilet sequence, and early on, and they're trying to push her this character Birdie, who's clearly never really lived. She's in a 25 years old. She's never been in a relationship, and they're pushing her to do cocaine and have a good night out because that's apparently what you used to do in 2012 London. And she just once she's done it, she says, "I feel like I'm in Train Spotting."
1: Yes. Look, I quite I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it was what I wanted conversations with friends to be, which I guess, you know, obviously Sally Rooney's book was a bit different, but but I, you know, I I found it quite enjoyable. Let's move on. I'm crossing myself as I speak this name. Love Island, UK.
0: That's right. It's screening daily on Neon for about the next 56 years. So (laughs) brace yourself.
1: I just don't like people that act all all like they don't care about someone when deep down you do.
0: This is a show that needs to change. It hasn't changed. And yet we're still watching it. Like it's... Crack. Um, if you've managed to avoid it by now, God bless you. But basically the premise is lots of very attractive single people from the UK head into a villa in Mallorca or somewhere similar, spend a summer there, hook up with each other, dump each other, mug each other off. There's some lingo to learn for this show. Uh, and at the end of it, someone wins 50k and they break up after six months when they've got all their sponsorship deals locked in. Notoriously, this show is a pretty toxic environment for the people involved. There's been huge mental health problems. Problems. The contestants have been thrown to the social media wolves. Uh, there's problems in terms of diversity and ethnicity and body positivity setbacks. You know, women have no value, basically. It's a meat market. Men are judged on the number of abs they have. It's a troublesome show, but I personally enjoy being a voyeur, sitting at home, making dinner in the wet West Auckland Watching these 20-somethings have a banging holiday, no pun intended, (laughs) maybe a pun intended, I don't know, and just watching the drama unfold. It's, It's a weird show. I'm a feminist, and yet I'm still a signed up fan to Love Island, and I can't figure that out within myself. He's going to
1: feed
2: her. He's going to feed her. The issue for this show and me is that it just continues to be problematic. I mean, I look at any of those pictures or read anything about Love Island people and immediately I suck my gut in because I feel like I'm under pressure already to it. You you think of the original
1: reality show, Castaway. It was a social experiment. It was about people surviving on a godforsaken island. It, It created Ben Fogel. It also begat Survivor, I guess, and we've just gone downhill from there. Just bring back 2000s reality TV, please. Well, of course, we could add dinosaurs to the mix like uh, Steven Spielberg did 30 years ago. And uh, that brings us nicely to the latest Jurassic World adventure, which just hit cinemas in the past week. Darren, give us your thoughts on this one.
2: I think I felt my brain cells going extinct watching this one. That's how bad it is. I'm sorry. I adored the original Jurassic Park in 1993. This is a franchise wrapper-up that exploits and shamelessly shoehorns in the original cast of uh, Ian Malcolm, Ellie Sadler and Alan Grant, which of course is our very own Sam Neill, into it just for the hell of it. It's an awful mess. There's not enough story. There's not enough love. It's two hours, 30 minutes of my life that I will never get back.
0: The doomsday clock might be about out of time.
2: Look, I didn't mind it
1: as much as you. I thought the like, it, like I thought in terms of a spectacle, it was quite impressive. But the dinosaurs were kind of an afterthought. Well, hopefully, Bridget can find some redemption for us in her second pick today.
0: My second pick is Backstage with Catherine Ryan, which is streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. All up there now. We all know what a stand-up special involves, you know, a revolving door of comedians trying to be funny in a tight set. The series takes a slightly different take on things, where Catherine Ryan, who you will probably recognise if you're like me, and I think James, uh, and you watch a lot of UK comedy panel shows, like 8 Out of 10 Cats and Would I Lie to You? She's a regular on those, and she's great. But here, she pulls together some of her very funny, very famous friends, and They put on a stand-up show, but also they have cameras backstage watching them as they prepare, watching the banter offstage between the comedians. It's a really interesting version of one of these types of shows which have been done time and time again, mainly because you get to see how nervous and freaked out some of these very talented people get. I'm scared and excited all in one. But I wish there was a bit more of that backstage stuff. I mean, the the stand-up sets themselves are great, they're tight, but they're a little short, and you can tell that they've tried to squeeze, I think it's five, into about 40 minutes. My favourite moment of the series is actually watching Sue Perkins, she of Bake Off fame, return to the stage as a stand-up after 14 years she's incredibly anxious she's incredibly excited and it's really interesting to watch some of these really well-known people do what they do day in day out but get a little freaked out by it
1: yeah look i i've really enjoyed this as well and i'm pleased you found it hidden under a rock essentially on that video. um look i think in one way it it presents Jimmy Carr in a new light. You know, he, he sort of it takes an interest in all his fellow stand-ups. I mean, he knows the cameras are there and he's playing to them a little bit. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen some of the reactions from some of the other comedians when Jimmy was making some pretty bad fat jokes amongst other things. But um, overall, I think this is well worth checking out. Now it's time for our weekly dose of nostalgia. And this week I've chosen as my classic cut, uh, it's part of the hundreds of movies that have just arrived on TVNZ+. It's Top Secret, which, of course, was Val Kilmer's first movie. Now, Kilmer, of course, uh, has had his uh, battles with illness over the last few years, has a brilliant cameo, probably the most touching moment of Top Gun Maverick, but I just wanted to go back to this one that made him a star really, he plays a guy called Nick Rivers who's this American music star has hit songs all about skeet shooting kind of Beach Boys-esque tunes but he's also an Elvis Presley sort of style, and he travels to East Germany in the 1980s to uh, take part in this cultural festival it's actually a cover for some German movements, it's a very weird hybrid in a lot of ways of a World War 2 movie an Elvis movie, a spy thriller all those kind of things melanged into one it's from the uh zuckers and abrahams who uh put together the brilliant flying high amongst other things in some ways it's joke a minute in some ways a lot of the jokes have aged terribly but if you really want to see val kilmer and the charisma he had in his early days and in his prime then you've
2: got to check this one out i think you're overselling it here james this is the (laughs) ultimate dad joke film Val Kilmer's great in it, but the jokes are the hero here, and they are terrible, and I am here for them.
0: I'm not the first guy who fell in love with a girl he met in a restaurant who then turned out to be the daughter of a kidnapped scientist, only to lose her to a childhood lover who she'd last seen on a deserted island, and who turned out 15 years later to be the leader of the French underground.
2: I know it. It all sounds like some bad movie. Today
0: we've talked about...
2: Everything I Know About Love on TVNZ+.
0: Love Island on Neon.
2: Jurassic World Dominion in cinemas now, but if you go and pay for it, please demand your money back on the way out.
0: Backstage with Catherine Ryan on Amazon Prime Video.
2: And my classic cut,
1: Top Secret on TVNZ+. Well, that's a wrap. We'll be back a day earlier next week, Thursday, because of the Matariki holiday. In the meantime, get in touch by emailing stwpod at stuff.co.nz Subscribe to our newsletter by clicking on the link in any stuff to watch story on stuff.co.nz and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to my guests Bridget Jones. Thanks, guys. And Darren Bevan. <sighs> and producer Chris Reed. I'm James Cruit, and I've been finding you Stuff to Watch.